Welcome to Chosen, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel watch through. I am the watcher of this show, guiding my Slayer through her first ever viewing of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. My name is Mel, and I am joined, as always, by my heartbroken Slayer, Marissa. Hi, Marissa. It's all bad this week, Mel. It's all bad. Is it? Well, most of it. You want to show me on the doll where the main show touched you? <laughs> it, it it obliterated my heart is what happened, for being honest. <sighs> yeah. But you're presuming that that's it. Like, you know. Well, right now I'm heartbroken. I can't, I can't look to the future when right now sucks so badly. <sighs> I can't love any couples in the sh- in, in Buffy. I'm pretty sure this is what it comes down to. Mm. Because I loved um, Giles and Jenny, and Jenny got killed. And I loved Buffy and Angel, and Angel had the Splitsville. And then I loved Willow and Oz, and Oz had the Splitsville. So. So you. <sighs> yeah. I've given up. I've given up on love in this show. I can't do it. Aww. Aww. So, shall we talk about the episode from the beginning? Uh, I guess so. I, I thought... quite enjoyed your notes. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. You liked how I was excited that Spike was back, but then he wasn't? Yep. Um, first of all, that vamp that tried to attack Buffy totally didn't uh, enjoy her pun at the end of his vampire life. Oh, it's like, what? why does Buffy even bother trying? <laughs> she said, one lame-ass vamp who has no appreciation for my well-thought-out puns. I understand. She probably plans those. She, like, sits in her dorm room and has a diary she writes potential puns into. Probably when she has a night off, that's all her and Willow are doing, are thinking up puns together. Yep. I'm telling you. It's the best kind of way to uh, bond, I'm pretty sure. Yep. But yeah, I, she... If she I, went... if... Go ahead. I said, if, if, if you want me to help you think of puns to use while you slay, I'll do it. I don't really have much to really slay. Just watching TV, <laughs> basically, is all I'm doing. Um... But she and was you're like, slaying it. <laughs> I am. I'm doing a real good job. But she was like, it's like evil's not even trying. And Spike's like, be careful what you wish for, but then gets attacked by those military dudes. Mm. Yep. And I'm pretty sure Buffy's going to have to save him at some point, but we'll get that to that when I do my prediction for next week's episode. Okay, then I'll then I'll save my question of why the hell would Buffy save Spike? Well, yes. <laughs> Comes with the territory. But anyway, so um, once we get through the credits, we are at the bronze. Because yeah. you like to hang out at your old high school haunts when you're older and wiser, I guess. Yes, I, I love that how I think it's Willow says, you know, we can come back here and nothing's changed. <laughs> Except that Giles is there. Why? So weird. <laughs> yeah. But she calls um the br- the bronze her place blankie, which is kind of yeah. Odd. Her, her, and Oz is her person uh, blankie. Her, 
security blankies. Exactly. You need some place that you're always going to feel safe. We all see how mm. that turned out. People got almost murdered in the bronze. Yeah. But, you know, no big deal. I, that's, it's fine. That's their place. That's their place. Yes. So, yeah, um, Giles is there and it is super awkward. He's down with the new music, is what he told us. Yeah, and Willow calls Giles brave for, for coming out. Yeah, and Oz thinks that his music collection is on point, so that's good. Hmm. But they were all very condescending to Giles, and it was adorable. Oh, there's this line from Xander. I can't remember what was said before it, but Xander's line, isn't home that empty place you're trying to escape? <laughs> yeah, I think he said something about um, there's no place like home or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> But yeah, and then uh, Veruca starts singing. I'm so over. Well, it's good. Th- I mean, I was, by the end of this episode, everyone was over Veruca because she's kind of dead. But at this point, I was so over it. She was just, ugh. I mean, she's got sex appeal, so I understand. But I was not all about her and Oz. <laughs> Staring at each other like they wanted to see each other naked, basically, is what happened. I I really liked that Oz and Buffy are both saying how Veruca's nothing special, and Giles is like, well, I think she's quite extraordinary, such a presence for a, ch- a girl of her age. And you can tell Xander's into it. Yeah, Xander's into a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we cut to um, Oz and Willow. Willow's asleep and mm-hmm. having some kind of dream. Was she talking about sand blasters or something? Uh, so random. It was, but they She's were. Pre- she is so pretending to be asleep that whole time. I don't think the whole time. I think at first, but then when she said something about raspberry hats, that that was that yeah. was faking. <laughs> but they were they were super adorable. Mm-hmm. And they had to. They were trying to plan their sexy time around werewolf stuff. That has to be. A yeah. Well. I was going to say, practicalities of dating a werewolf. Well, it's like when, I hear when you, um, when you have kids, you have to kind of plan sex because you have to plan when the kids aren't either going to be around or they're going to be asleep. So maybe that's the same thing with the whole werewolf thing? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But, uh, Willow is off to a wicker thing that night, but she's worried about Oz locking himself up. I think he can handle it. Well, I, I was like, I'm pretty sure he can handle it. And I was hoping the Wicca group was, like, for real, not just a bunch of posers. Because <laughs> that's usually what it is. It's just a bunch of people that think that they're Wiccans, and they're not. Mm. And he said good, that he didn't mind locking himself up, and he said, the only thing I mind is being away from you for three nights. Which was super horrible. And yeah. Buffy, and then we go to Buffy getting back a paper from... Uh, what is her name? I Professor really... Walsh. Okay, Walsh. I always just call her the evil bitch monster of death. It's probably something I should work <laughs> on. But she got paperback, and she did really, really well. She did better than Willow. It was yep. a miracle. Uh, I And a reward for good work is more work. Yep. <laughs> it's usually how it goes. She gets to lead a discussion group. Hmm. And yes, yeah, I love Willow. How she goes, you can't bother me. 
Buffy, you made me jealous of you academically. <laughs> she was jealous of her a couple of times, but then came back to herself and was going to buy her a celebratory cookie. They're the best yep, kind. I wrote, yeah, I wrote in my notes, I need those. Celebratory cookies? My cookies don't have a reason for living other than to be devoured. Oh, that's kind of kind of <laughs> sad. I've had uh, this past week. I've had so many cupcakes. I don't know how many exactly. Just a but lot. Of I'm celebrating life is what they're for. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, they were going to go to the cafe where the celebratory cookies would be bought, and. Um, Buffy goes off to talk to a TA. I'm pretty sure it would have been Riley, but we didn't really see because she wants to know what she has to do for this discussion group thing. And then she would just meet Willow there where she was meeting Oz. Yep. And Oz ran into Veruca. Mm. I wasn't cool with it. But can, talking, can I just say, I, yes. I do feel Veruca in one thing where she's eating her burger and she just goes, I like to eat. Yes. I, I, I respect that. <laughs> Oh, I understand that completely, because she says something about how girls usually ask if there's dressing on something. That annoys me, too. Like, just eat yeah. the food you want to eat and not be all weird about it. Mm-hmm. I dated a couple guys that were like, my ex-girlfriend's never ate in front of me. I was like, well, that's over. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat, and I like to eat a lot. So, it's fine. But, so... uh he sits down with Veruca and they're talking music stuff like amps and something or other. Um, and Willow tries to, you know, put in there and it doesn't exactly work out for her. Can I just quickly say, let's respect Willow because if Buffy had seen her boyfriend scene with another girl, she would have run away. Willow walks straight up to them and joins them. I will have to give uh, Willow props. She does know how to mm. uh, face something head-on instead of just running away from it. Because we've seen Buffy walk in where things don't look so great and she just runs away. Like when she was supposed to be on a date with Angel and he was talking to Cordelia at the bronze. Mm. She just turned around and walked away. Yep. Willow's got the right idea. But yeah, she thought an amp was an Elvis song. Apparently she's really into yeah. Elvis. Who knew? Yeah. The biggest fan, a favorite uh, favorite singer after um, Dingo's. Right. Right. Um, but then, you know, Oz goes off and she's just kind of sitting she, there with Veruca for a half a second. Yep. That was awkward. Or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Veruca leaves and Buffy comes up and Apparently, Willow has wrong feelings about people. I want to know who. <laughs> because but, they're talking yeah. about how um, she thinks that Oz has feelings for Veruca. Yeah. Which, I could see where mm. she would come up with that. Because mm. the evidence is kind of extraordinary. Yes. But Buffy, being the good friend she is, to say, don't worry, Oz is a good guy, he's loyal... He's not likely to stray. Yeah, he's locked up in a cage. Yeah. Until he's not. <laughs> yeah. He's in a cage uh, being a controlled vampire, uh, not vampire, werewolf, until he's not anymore. Hmm. So he breaks out of his cage, which was underground at a graveyard it's, or cemetery. Yeah, I think I think it's in a, um, what's that word? Crypt? 
Crypt, okay. yes. <laughs> so the same crypt that we uh, saw before? Maybe. Mm. Um, but the evil, uh, sorry, Professor Walsh is out a little <laughs> late. I'm going to just, because I have her written down as E-B-M-O-D in my notes. <laughs> So it's kind of a problem. Anyway, so she's out kind of late, and she's going to, you know, walk home in the dark. And more werewolves. More than just Oz. Mm. It's a blonde werewolf. So that was something. Um, so they chase Professor Walsh, and then they just start fighting each other. Yeah, I said good. I said, good thing, good thing for Professor Walsh that the were- werewolves are more interested in fighting each other and then fucking each other. <laughs> right. So they wake up in the morning and I'm like, of course it's Faruka. Of course it was. There's no <laughs> Who one else, else it could have be. <laughs> Nobody. But it was, it was all bad. It was <laughs> such a problem. I love that. I, yeah, they go to steal clothes from a dorm and Faruka is going through the clothes and she doesn't like any of them because they're not fashionable but fashionable enough and then she sees Oz just in like some random t-shirt and tr- and uh tracksuit pants and she's like uh-oh let's start with fixing you and he's like I'm not trying to make a statement no I just want to get to my room right I understand if I was in that situation I'd probably just you know grab the first two things that fit me because I'm only going to be in them until I can get into my own clothes Yep. But I did see kind of the stuff that um, Veruca was looking at, and it was all terrible. Like, there were multicolor pants that I didn't really understand. It was the 90s, and it's a uni play, so it's probably... I understand that it's the 90s, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of 90s yeah. in my life right now, Mel. You have to understand that. I know. <laughs> I love how Oz is like, oh, we have to figure out how we escape from our cages. And Faruko's like, cage? Oh, yeah, I've got a cage. It's got a hamster wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she says, someone's domesticated the hell out of you. But he's a good guy werewolf. And he, like, the way they were talking about it just made me think of Lupin in book three, where he's just a normal guy with a, quote, furry little problem. (laughs) What an angry rabbit. Yes, very badly behaved rabbit. Yeah, mm. but she was just being super, super creepy, and I hated it. Mm. She wants him to let the wolf out and well, she says run that, wild. She says that he's the wolf all the time, and his human face is just his disguise. Mm. And I guess there's something to be said for that. Mm. I don't know. Not sure what his... <laughs> What his, uh, how his feelings are the other days of the month. Like, is he craving raw meat a lot or, or what? I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> but he, he turns her down and off he goes. Yeah. So. Below visits. Looking super hot for reasons unknown. Mm. I think she's trying to sex um, it up. Just, just before that, actually, Buffy goes to talk to Professor Professor Walsh, and Walsh oh, yeah. is telling Riley about how she was attacked by wild dogs that looked like and, gorillas. Yep, 
And then she tells Buffy to be careful walking around campus late at night. Yeah. I found that kind of funny, actually. Just that little exchange. Yeah. But Riley, I don't think he believes what Professor Walsh is saying, so he just kind of blows <laughs> it off. He's like, nah, it's fine. Nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, Willow goes to see Oz, as you were saying. Uh-huh. And he makes this rift between them they didn't really understand. Mm, yeah, it is. He, like, lies to her and, yeah, saying, oh, he's super tired and he doesn't feel like sex. So this confuses Willow. <laughs> I understand, though. If you're mm. used to your partner always being up for something and then they're suddenly not, and then you're like, is it me? So I yeah. understand why she goes and talks to who she goes and talks to. But before we get that, mm-hmm. we have um, Buffy going over to Giles, and Giles is watching yep. midday television. Yep. He is not okay with people not being able to answer questions about history. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Di- so Giles doesn't have a job, does he? Nope. He got fired from the council, so he's not a paid watcher anymore. Like, what is he doing? Like, how can he still afford to stay in his house? I don't know how he can afford to stay in his house, but the general consensus is he's doing nothing. <laughs> but, the, but, but you don't get paid for doing nothing? I need to nope. know how these things actually work in real life. But that's fine. Maybe he maybe has a huge hoard of savings. Maybe. I mean, how much do you really get paid to be a watcher? That's my question. Hmm. Who knows? Maybe. Don't know. <laughs> but no, he, he is... Kind of, some kind of something from the city of Sunnydale because the, you know, the school he was working at blew up. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he's on some kind of compensation. Maybe. We'll see. I guess. <laughs> Like, what happened to all those other he, teachers? What do they do now? Hmm. It's very probably strange. left Sunnydale if they were smart. <laughs> That's true. Just pick up and leave. There's too much weird stuff going on. We need to get out of here. No, but Giles is now a man of leisure. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but yeah, so he's watching midday shows and eating cereal. And Buffy stops by and is like, hey, there are more werewolves that we didn't know about. Yep. Yeah, and so, uh, she goes um, after she's done talking to him. He looked kind of out of it. I'm not really sure what's mm. going on with he, him. He he's yeah. He just tells Buffy to report back to him if she finds anything out. Well, I think he going along with the he doesn't have a job. He's kind of bored aside from mm. when he. I mean, that's why he probably went to the bronze because he's lonely and bored and doesn't have a lot to do. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think that's pretty on point. Yeah, but she goes to talk to Oz. Mm. And Oz says he doesn't remember anything. But that, well, we get that after um, we have Willow talking to. Oh, yes, sorry. She speaks to Xander first. About having the the sex. sex. (gasps) Oh, I, I love it so much how she, he, she at first doesn't want to say sex and he's like, if you can if you can do it, you can say it. <laughs> yeah, and she chose lovemaking. Mm. A lot of people think that's a weird thing to say, and I'm kind of on board with it. I'm not sure. 
There are other ways to mm-hmm. say it. My favorite is when people, when old people call it making whoopee. That's what I like. <laughs> I don't personally use that phrase, but it's a, it's crazy to me that people do. Anywho. Um, Coitus. Huh? Coitus. Coitus. Yeah, coitus. <laughs> That's a good way to get it. Copulation. Anyway, so basically she's worried that because of the fact that Oz said no. And mm-hmm. we basically... Oh, can I just say about yeah. Xander's current life? He's currently in a dispute with his landlords and he's withholding rent because his mother won't let him put a lock on his door. Yeah, because she's worried if he does that he'll be having the sex down there. Mm. He's already had the sex He's already having the sex down there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's... I don't know if he's just withholding rent because he can or if he... Did he lose his job at the bar? Because <laughs> he kind of, like, like went off at the owner for spiking the beer. So. I love it when he tells him off for being a bad person and just walks off then. <laughs> so good. But, yeah, basically, um, Willow is worried and jealous. Mm. She has rights to be, in my opinion. Yep. But yeah, then we get Buffy talking to Oz as Oz is being manly. With well, well, just quickly, interest. just quickly. Yes. Xander gives some solid advice, which is go to Oz and talk about it and be upfront. Yeah, I I totally get that. I would want to be upfront. I would want someone to be upfront with me if they were feeling that way. Mm. People yeah. are upfront with me when they feel that way, so it's pretty much <laughs> the best way to go about it. Yeah. Um. Just quickly, so Buffy. And Oz, she's all like, oh, you'll have a new friend. You might end up with a new friend in your cage. Yeah, it's like roommate might not be the best idea for this whole thing. Mm. He was being manly with the welding tools, though. I want that to be noted. (laughs) Manliness noted. How does it compare on a level um, of Oz versus Spike with tools? Uh, Well, they were both welding, I'm pretty sure. Were they both welding? I feel like that's a thing. Oh. They're like wearing a welding mat. I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, on the manliness scale, I still think that Spike is more manly. <laughs> Maybe it's just because he's quote older and wiser. I don't know. <laughs> a lot older. He's a vampire. That's <laughs> true. Oh, so um, so Oz is. They have this back and forth between Oz sitting in his room and Veruca practicing with her band. Aww. And he's totally drawn to her and I hate it. Yep. But uh, he invites her down to his crypt. Yeah, down to his cages. Because he wants to keep her in there with him so that she doesn't go and hurt anybody. It's like, yeah, that's the reason. Well, it actually is. I think he, he... Wanted her there with the best intentions, and things went bad. Oh, bad, did they? They went bad? That's what you call this? What would you call it? The worst thing to ever happen? That's what I would call it. Okay. <sighs> okay, so she she goes to the crypt, and she doesn't want to get in the cage because she doesn't want to have to be locked away with him. Actually, she does want to be locked away with him, but that's a totally different thing. She doesn't want to be locked <laughs> in a cage. Yeah. What comes in the cage is different altogether. <laughs> so they um, 
hook up and then turn into werewolves and then probably mm. hook up some more. Yep. And in the morning, oh. Willow comes in. Yep. And it was the worst. And he's trying to explain the situation. And he's like, you know, I was trying to keep her safe. And Willow's like, by locking her up with you and Veruca's like, going, she's got a point, you know. Yeah, shut up, Veruca. No one asked your opinion. I mean, she's not wrong. Willow does have a point. Mm. And he's yes. like, what was I supposed to do? She goes, you could have told someone. You know, like mm. anybody like, you know, Willow or Buffy or anybody that could help. They could have found yep. another cage somewhere. <laughs> keep keep the uh, werewolves away from each other when they might be in heat. <laughs> I think they're always in heat. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I just... And they had a, they go through this whole thing after Veruca leaves and... Willow says something, and then Oz goes, yeah, I remember. I know how this feels. I remember how it was. And she goes, are you doing this to punish me? Mm. So she goes, I thought we were past that. And apparently what her and Xander did did not even compare to what Oz has done. No. It doesn't. And At all. He's trying to explain that it was the wolf. So... Yeah, but when he's not the wolf, he's still attracted to her, and he pretty much, you know, said so without saying words. Mm. And like, it, just, so... it just made me think about my whole breakup in January again. It just made me really sad. Mm. <sighs> like, I started thinking about that, and then I was crying and I had to stop Buffy for a minute so I could compose myself. Oh, baby. Nah, it's fine. It just, I try not to dwell on it because it doesn't, like, I can't fix it. It's fine. Yeah. It It struck a chord. Oh, yeah. Totally. But, yeah. Willow, Willow's not stupid. She knew what was going on before the whole, this whole thing came to a head. Yeah. She, she knew it. She don't know how she knew it, but she knew it. Yep, and she leaves. And, yeah, is all despondent. Yeah, and she almost gets run over by a car. Mm, luckily, but, Riley was there. Yeah, he was. He saved her. Riley oh. for the win, because yeah. Buffy was too far away at that point. Yeah, and yeah, she's just not even responding to them, and yeah. Yeah. She looks pale and as though her heart's been ripped out. That's the way you want to be, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, so Riley suggests Buffy takes her home. Yep. And then gives Willow some really good advice. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's not worth hurting yourself over. So true. But, so she takes Willow back to their dorm and is talking to her for a little while and then goes to, you know, leave because she has to take care of the whole Veruca problem because she's going to kill her. Mm. And um, she offers to get Willow some chocolate, which solves everything. But she says something (laughs) about placing the blame where it belongs. Yep. Which kind of sticks with Willow. And she opens up Mm. her trunk of witch stuff. 
Yeah. Can I say, I love how Buffy keeps going to leave, but then coming back, she doesn't want to leave Willow. Because she has to look after the problem. But she's a damn good friend, and that's why. That's why she's doing the things. Yes, the things. All the things. So... Uh, Buffy goes and visits Oz and she walks in that room, closes the door, and the look she gives gives him is like, I'm gonna kill you for hurting my willow. Yeah. So she's like... Hey, besties. Yeah, exactly. So she's basically like, we need to find Veruca. You need to tell me where she is. And he goes, I've been trying to find her, but nobody's seen her. And, he tries, and then he tries to explain himself. Oh yeah, and she's like, now might be a good time for your trademark stoicism. So basically, yep. shut up. I don't want to hear you try to explain yourself to me. We just need to go take care of this. Yep. Yeah. So they go off to find Vruka, and in the meantime, Willow's performing some spells in a science room, because mm. it's always a science room. For whatever yep. reason. So she's doing a spell so that they won't... Uh, that so that Oz and Veruca won't find happiness or won't find love or mm. something. Yeah. But she eventually couldn't do it. Mm. But Veruca's come after her. Yes, she planted some clothes in the woods to lead Oz off the scent. Mm. And uh, while Buffy and Oz try to track down Willow, Buffy runs into one of the random military guys. Yes, they're not in costume this time. <laughs> they weren't in costume before either, but nobody else is. Yeah. So we get briefly her, you know, running into that guy, and then he tries to grab up her gun, and then she knocks him down and takes her gun and runs away. Yep. Oh, so he finds them in the science room. Not sure how he... Mm. Did he break down the door? Is that what happened? Because she... Because Rocky had locked yeah. it. Yeah, he he broke in. Okay. So they're basically having a back and forth about how they're meant to be killers and Willow's keeping Oz away from how he needs to be living as a werewolf and stuff. Yeah. And they both transform. And before that, he says something about we're killers. Mm. And they fight and he kills her. Yep. And then goes for Willow, because he's a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he really isn't himself, because he would never physically hurt her. No. And then Buffy comes in and drags him away, and then kicks him in the face, and then shoots him with the tranquilizer. Mm. Yeah. And Willow well, is destroyed. Yeah. We Can't get... blame her. Oh, no, me neither. Um, we get a brief... Um, Buffy and Giles talking about these military dudes. Or yeah, fake Buffy military needs to know dudes. what's going on. Yeah, so they're going to find out, and I think that that's what we're going to get next week. But anyway, uh, basically she says Willow kind of wishes I hadn't saved her because now she has to live with this pain. That, yep. that blows. So I was like, I don't know how one moves past this, but... Oz thinks the best idea is to leave. She goes over to talk yep. to him, and he's packed. Willow goes, yeah, Willow goes to talk yeah. to him, and he's packed all his stuff, and he's just going to go away for a while. <sighs> yeah, people are a planetary epidemic, but he needs to be away from people. 
not sure how right. he's going to manage that, like live in the, the wilderness. But there are people in the wilderness too. So I don't know. Uh, and as much as it sucked, Will needed to understand that it wasn't about her or how he felt about her. It was about him and him needing exactly. to get away from this whole thing. I yeah. thought for a minute he was going to come back because he got in his car, turned it on, then turned it off and like looked towards the house. But then he drove mm. away anyway. Yeah. Bye, Oz. Hi. Oh. So Do you want a fun fact to try? <laughs> well, fun fact to try and make it a bit better. Maybe. <laughs> the scene where Veruca and Oz wake up in the field together, naked. The mm-hmm. first after they've uh, attacked Walsh. Uh, that when they filmed that, it was really awkward for Seth Green because all he was wearing was like a thong <laughs> to keep his you know, junk concealed. And the girl who plays Veruca, her boyfriend was on set that day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's super awkward. Oh, Like, of all the days to bring your boyfriend to set. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm filming a uh, scene today. You want to come? Wait, two seconds. Two seconds. Yes, Dad? Sorry. Sorry, I've been told to be quiet. Just so everyone knows, I'm home at the moment it's nearly midnight so i'm recording on my phone at my dad's house yeah. <laughs> but yeah anyway so oz and willow are donezo but yeah why would you bring your like do you not know what scenes you're going to be filming when you go when you're going to be going to set did yeah. you know that that was the, <laughs> that's the, the scene they were going to be filming I'm sure she did. That's the awkward part. Well, like, when... It won't be like... When you're dating an actor or an actress, you kind of have to be okay with things like that. Yeah. It comes with the territory. Yeah. Uh, so awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, inter- international titles. Yes. So, we have Werewolf Heart, Wild Hearts, Wild Hearts, Wild Heart, Wild at Heart. <laughs> Uh, what's the one that's different? The werewolf heart. That's the French. Okay. Yep, all the rest of them are... Okay, let me guess. German, Brazilian, Portuguese, Latin America, Spanish, and Spanish and Spain? Yep. Okay. <laughs> that's usually the ones that are there, so... Yeah, it's, it's not much variation. Yeah. So okay, um, my rating. What did you write? Okay, yes. all of it sucked, um, in a emotional way, but it wasn't necessarily a bad episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it an eight. Same as me. Okay, I really hated it though. <laughs> these are <laughs> these are pro- like after. Um, I binge the entire series once we're done. I'm, this will probably be one of the episodes I don't go back and watch again. I mean, after my, after, like once I once we finish the series, I'm gonna go binge the entire thing from the beginning. But then if I ever go back and watch episodes again, this probably won't be one of them. Yeah, because it just makes me too sad. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so favorite moment if there could be one um 
the Buffy walking into Oz's room and basically looking like she's going to kill him. Because that's how I felt. <laughs> and the yeah. whole trademark so- stoicism might be your best bet. Yeah. It's pretty good. My Mine has to be Willow over at Xander's house talking to him about the sex. <laughs> about the sex, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And finally, your character shout-out. It's going to Willow. I feel mm-hmm. so bad for her. She's had to deal with a lot. Yeah. Like, I kind of want to be like, Oz, good for you that you're deciding to save other people by leaving, but I don't like that he's leaving. So, it's going to Willow. <laughs> she had to find out that her boyfriend was cheating on her with a she-werewolf, and also he left. Mm. And she almost got ran over by a car. And her best friend did better than her academically. I mean, come on! How bad can this day get? And Giles was at her, you know, place blankie. It's mm. all bad for Willow in this episode. Yep. I'm going to give it to Willow as well. Okay. Good. Okay. So our next episode is The Initiative. Yes. We're going to find out what these dudes are up to, what these military guys are doing. And... There has to be something more than just them, like, wanting to use vampires for their own, um, their own, what did I say last time? Their own agenda? Agenda? Yes. There has to be more to it than that, because I think that we would have seen something already of, like, vampire. like, we haven't seen a lot of vampires, really. It's been more other things. So I feel like we're going to find out what these guys are up to, and she's going to have to save the vampires that they have, probably locked in cages or something. And she's going to have to save Spike because he comes with the package of saving these other people. I don't know what they would be doing. Like, Are they creating an army of vampires? Like, they're taking these people and making them turn other people into vampires? Like, I don't understand. But we're going to find out, I'm pretty sure. Why would Buffy save Spike? <sighs> because that's what Buffy does. But it's Spike. I don't know. I know it's Spike. Well, because Spike has to be around. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he's going to be a reoccurring thing, eventually. Pretty sure. So, so the reason is Buffy just wanted, wanted to have a reoccurring vampire character in her show. Or she has, like... <laughs> Or Spike strikes a deal with her. Like, she finds out what these guys are doing, and she's like, Spike, why should I help you get out of here? And he strikes a deal with her. I don't know. Hey. He'll be her new, you know, vampire buddy. Her new angel, <laughs> if you will, but not in the sexy way. <laughs> I just said this is your buddy cop. Yes. Buddy cop, Buffy and Spike. <laughs> It would be the best. Oh, man. Them driving around a car at at night time fighting. Yeah, that'd be great. Anyway. Well, I can see it. And, like, as they're having a quarrel, they're so busy quarreling that they, like, miss these, like, vampires just sneaking away behind them. Yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Okay. Uh, shall we change the tone and go over to Angel? We shall. We'll go Batman. 
and Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. It's basically what this is. I'm Batman. We're over in Angel Land. Or Batman. Depending <laughs> what you want to call it. Uh, we'll figure it out eventually. We're, <laughs> um, so, episode six. We're moving right along. Yep. It was Sense and Sensitivity. Hmm. I don't even remember what my uh, prediction was, but it was probably off. I can't remember. Well, I didn't have my book here, and I left that in Canberra by accident, so I can't tell you. All right. Well, we have Sense and Sensitivity. I think I said something about um, Angel having to save Kate from somebody that she arrested, which is kind of true, but everything else I missed. Whiffed it. Um, Kate was uh, started out chasing down a criminal, like you do. Who looked, who looked a lot like Angel in the dark. He looked f- like a fat relative of Angel. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Did you really think that, or were you just taking that from my notes? No, no, I okay. agree. It looks like a fat Angel. Okay, good. <laughs> I was hoping it wasn't just me. Um, so, yeah, he looks like a fat relative of Angel. She, you know, arrests him because he was supposed to come down and answer some questions at the precinct, and he didn't, so she had to go find him. Yep. And, yeah. uh, I'm gonna say she's pretty good with her own quips. She is really good. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like her. She's growing on me. Yep. So, yeah, she takes him down to the precinct and is questioning him about these pictures of him, and, um, is it Little Tony? Yeah. Okay, little Tony, except that he's super fat. I never understood that. Like, tiny people that are really, really big being called tiny. Don't get it. Anywho. Um, so she's questioning him about this guy. And she's been questioning him for a long time, apparently. And he was losing patience with the whole thing. Because he wasn't going to tell her where little Tony was. Can I just quickly say, mm-hmm. I love her line where she's like, the court supervisor showed himself in the back of the head, wrapped himself in plastic, and locked himself in hit the trunk. He was depressed. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but it cuts over to the other police people watching yeah. her interrogate this guy. And someone said, yeah. does she ever have to pee? <laughs> <laughs> that was a random thing. It's, apparently they've been in there a while. Yeah. And so she gets fed up with him and, like, slams him against a wall and, like, practically chokes him with her forearm. And the police she people have to go in him. there. She was she was done. And so she has to be pulled off of the guy and told to take a break from the whole thing. And basically... What is the other guy's name? The guy that was talking to her? The guy that's, like, in love with her? I don't remember. But he's basically like, we can't find him, and I don't know anybody that can. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I uh, bet you Angel can find him! Yep. Kate knows someone. Yep. And... Uh, uh, we're, he's in the sewer. Uh, fighting some big old something. Big old calamari is what, yeah. (laughs) A demon with tentacles and they needed an enchanted sword. We had no explanation, so I'm guessing it's fine. Mm. It it was as if a, um, you know. Yeah. 
you know, we came in at the end of the story. Yeah, I don't like being Just at the end of the story. another day with angel investigations. But mostly we see him working with people, not against demon, like a big old something in the sewer. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, he s- cuts off one of the tentacles and then stabs the thing, and there's, like, green goo, and it's pretty gross. And he basically is like, yeah, you guys need to cut this thing up and keep the pieces separate so it doesn't come back. Okay. Yep. Cordy wants a please. <laughs> she would like to be asked, yeah, to, asked to do something, not ordered to do something. Mm. And so she's yeah. complaining about how Angel is, um, you know, he's so nice to those that are helpless, and but the people that are closest to him get pushed to the side. And all the while, and, Doyle's being and, strangled to death in the background. Yep. Uh, it's like, you kind of Cordy never changed. I don't understand why Angel couldn't stay around and help them destroy the thing. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't He needed to be more sensitive. Is what we found yes. out. Well, because he's being more sensitive to the people that he's trying to help. But Cordelia wants some of that sensitivity thrown her way. Yeah, which is ironic. <laughs> Consider the source. Yeah. So she says something about having a pulse. He's like, I don't have one. She goes, stop acting like you don't have a pulse. And he's like, I don't. (laughs) I love that he has to keep reminding Cordelia that he's dead. He's had to do that a couple of times. But she never seems to forget that he went evil. (laughs) I mean, he probably did. I think he did. He try to kill her at one point. Probably. Uh, no, he kind of left her alone. Like, he that was the whole joke where she was so worried about him coming after her and he didn't really care. Oh, yeah. Because she's like, oh, yeah, because she's like, I invited him into my car the one time. Yeah, and then she swapped cars with her grandmother. Yep. But, yeah. So, I don't understand why he couldn't help them destroy the thing. Cordelia's all covered in muck and so is Doyle. And... Mm. Um, Kate comes in. Needs yep, to talk to and Angel. they have a, they have such a stoic rating for each other. Yeah, basically, sup. It's basically all it was. Yep. Yep. He offers her coffee and she declines. Probably doesn't want to burn a hole in her stomach. It's a good call. And she's basically like, I need to find this dude because he's going to probably skip town and he's wanted for murder and all blah, 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 blah. And we can't find him and we need your help. So he was going to do it for free, but she's like, no, this is a job. I'm going to pay you. That's how it works. Mm. Um, And Angel has this whole thing where he speculates that Kate doesn't want him doesn't want a reputation for going outside of her department. Nope. And she goes, I don't want to get a reputation for getting you killed. I was like, well, he's hard to kill, so you probably won't have to worry about that. Yeah, unless somebody falls over or pushes him into something wooden. Yes, or he gets pushed out into daylight. Mm. Pretty safe to say he's. it's, gonna, it's all going to work out. So, yeah, so he... Um, Sorry, I'm trying to figure out where I had where these notes are coming from. Oh, Sorry. so um, 
no, no. After that, we have. Uh, sorry, I need to know. Um, we go to Angel awkwardly thanking Cordelia for going through coroner reports for oh, him. Oh, yeah, because um, Doyle and Cordelia are doing the research. He for did, him, yes. He was like, Cordelia, I want to thank you for looking through those coroner reports because it can't be fun reading coroner stuff. <clears throat> he tried, and he was genuine. That he is, tried. That is something. It's better than what she was getting before, which was nothing. Mm. And he had a good theory about... Um, looking up tide reports or something to try to figure out if they're, but all these bodies are being dumped in the same place and then being pulled by the current to different places because apparently there have been a lot of bodies washing up on the beaches. Mm. Yeah. So we go to Kate. We find out her dad's a cop too. Yep, he's, he's retiring. Yes, he is. And he's very, very cold towards her. Oh, distant. Yeah, I was like, do they have a strained relationship? I wonder why. We find out later, but at this point we didn't didn't know what was going on yep. with that. And um, they get kind of interrupted, but he has to go anyway. And it's Angel calling to say, I found him. Mm. Found him pretty quickly. Oh. How? Because yeah. it's oh. Angel. He... Does he have a sense of smell? Do not question Angel. Probably. He's a bloodhound, but he's a vampire. Yeah, I think vampires are bloodhounds. Yeah, so she says, we're on our way, don't approach him, don't do anything, get out of there. Well, mm. he doesn't know how to do that. I have a big question. Yeah. Why did Angel have that outfit in his car? That is my <laughs> question, too. I was like, nice outfit. Especially the hat. Killed me. Why? Yeah, like, where... Uh, he doesn't go to the beach. Like, why Why is that outfit a thing? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand any of that. But yeah, this yeah, boat... But, um... This boat comes up, and... Tony's going to get away, so he acts like he's supposed to be on the boat, too. Yeah, he's a lost tourist. Yeah, except that's not that's not a thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And there was this, yeah, so- the, the muscle that was standing beside little Tony. He was a guy from a show. I think it was the Secret Life of the American Teenager. And he mm-hmm. was the father of the dude that was dating the pregnant chick. Okay, I'm sure there's people listening to this who would understand that completely. He was the sausage king of something. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, the the note I wrote was, hey, that's the guy from the something-something American teenager. He was the dude that was dating the pregnant chick's dad. Sausage king of wherever they lived. I was like, wow, that really went nowhere. (laughs) But I figured out what the name of that TV show was. So, yeah. I didn't watch that. All TV I know show just is sometimes is when Tony says he doesn't like Angel, Muscle tries to kill Angel. Bad plan. Yeah, it doesn't exactly work out that way. He was like, "It was the hat, wasn't it?" <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yeah, the hat did it. The hat was a little too far." <laughs> yep. And yes, I love watching Tony try to run away, and he like kind of waddles. <laughs> it's like, "Hey, Tony, 
It's not not yep, going to all the you. police pull up. Yeah, it was like they got him in the nick of time. Fantastic. Mm. Yep. And Kate was super mad at Angel. Yeah, she told him not to get involved, like not to approach him, just to observe. Mm-hmm. So I get it, you know. She, it's her butt on the line. He doesn't do what he's told. <laughs> we know this No, he him. doesn't. Yes, we do. So they get to the um, precinct, and he wants his one phone call. And there's an exchange about how if he had known that Kate wanted him so bad, he would have let her catch him sooner. And then she goes, <laughs> if I had known how out of shape you were, I would have let you run a little more. <laughs> She's good. Yeah, but he calls, his, he calls his lawyers, and his lawyers know what's going on, and that he has a thorn in his side, who's Kate. Yep. I was like, did he take a hit out on her? Because they said that she wasn't going to be a problem much longer. Mm. Yeah, and then it's um, Um. the lawyer guy comes in to the precinct and is representing Tony when they're in that interrogation room. And I hate when people use F instead of TH because Tony said she had a pretty mouth and I didn't like that. Like use I, use the words that like the letters that are there in the word. I quite enjoy the lawyer where he's like, "Oh, our client is under stress uh, caused by the trauma suffered at the hands of the police," mm-hmm. and then yeah, he goes, "So he wants what Tony's saying struck from the record." But then when Kate's saying, he's like, "I want that on the record." <laughs> Kate sighs and rolls away, and he's like, "That too." I mean, not wrong. You need to have things that make your client look bad taken off the record. You want things that make the other people look bad on the record so that it all works out for you. So. Yeah. So um, they go back to Angel Investigations, I'm pretty sure. Yep. And Cordelia says that Angel has a pensive face. Mm. Because okay, she thought the like case that. was simple. They they got the guy, they got paid. But Angel thinks that was too easy. There's more to this. There has to be. There's always more to it. Yeah, that's how they make a TV show. Yep. And so she's... She she was standing in fifth position at some point and did some ballet move, but then she was just showing off her shoes, it turns out. Yes, and she was, ups- she was upset that Angel hadn't noticed. Yeah, and he was like... Guys don't pay attention to that stuff. And then Doyle walks in and is like, hey, new shoes, they're nice. Mm. I was like, Doyle, Doyle only has pays his attention. Own well, yeah, because he only pays attention because he's trying to get with you. <laughs> Just how it is. Yeah. Mm. And so um, Kate is at the bar with a bunch of cop buddies and her dad is there and he paid for her drink. Yeah. Yeah, they're all proud of her. Yeah, for getting Tony and her dad's like, good job, but hopefully it doesn't blow up before you get it, like, you go to court or whatever, the paperwork is filed. And turns out, all the police have to go through sensitivity training. Yay! It's all Kate's fault. I think I'd be really bad at sensitivity training. I'd make the most inappropriate jokes. You would be the Kate in this situation. 
Yeah. yeah. I would I would be the kite. Yeah. Well her dad was like back he was like when I when I started out we didn't need no sensitivity training. I was like, he's the back in my day guy. Back yes, in my day. Is. We didn't have to do any of this crap. <laughs> Pretty much. Um but yeah, sensitivity training, this guy is like, We need to talk about our feelings and such. I'm gonna show you like how to express you. them well, I don't know. <sighs> And we can only talk when we have the talking stick. There's something funky about that stick, I'm telling you. Oh, really? I mean, just a little bit. Mm. But yeah, um, so he has one guy talk about the talk, um, talk about his childhood and stuff. Yep, and he is reduced to tears very quickly. Mm-hmm. And mm. Kate makes an inappropriate joke. He goes. Did you ever want to say something to your mom that you couldn't? And Kate goes, marry me? <laughs> I mean, the whole, you know, Oedipus complex is a thing. So, I understand. Mm. But yeah, mm. so, um, the ther- therapist, I guess we'll call him, takes the, I, the uh, yeah, takes the talking stick away from the guy and gives it to Kate. And it's basically like, who hurt you? <laughs> And I was like, she's a woman, so she has to harden herself in order to not let like, a wimp in front of the rest of the precinct, because she's the only woman there, pretty sure. Yeah. Looks like. Yeah, and she has to be harder than the rest of them, so she doesn't, people can't be like, oh, she's a woman, so this, that, and the other. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she tries to be strong, but she does mention that she fears getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. most people do. I'm with her on that. Yep. So, yeah. Um, and, and then it's Angel and Doyle talking to some random dude that's, like, working out. <laughs> yeah, thug right special at the gym. Yes. So, they just basically want the details, and he tells them some stuff. I don't remember what he said, what he said exactly. Yeah, essentially... Angel realizes that Tony's going to go after Kate. Yes, that's what it is. And, and convenient for him, Kate invites Angel to the retirement party. Yeah, he goes there to talk to her, tell her that she's in danger, and she goes, I want to apologize for the other night. Which is weird off the bat. Mm. And then she asks him, I was like, is she asking you on a date? Well, kind of. Kind of. She didn't make it sound like that, but she's like, I have to, like, say some things for my dad's retirement, and it'll be nice to have a person there that's not armed. <laughs> so I guess it works out for, for all of them. But then, that and was when I was like, the stick's powerful. Yes, we start hearing stuff like, Kate's wondering about Tony's pain. Yeah, he, he must have been pain? hurt, because he likes to hurt other people. <laughs> Yeah, and we have the, the therapist and the lawyer talking, and basically he's a wizard or something. Yes. Yes. And the lawyer's annoyed that his magic isn't working fast enough. Well, it'll work when it works. You can't rush these things. Which is what the therapist dude says. Yep. So it cuts to um, Kate and Angel arriving at the bar, and she introduces him to her father, and he says, congratulations. 
and her dad replies, for what? All I did was live this long and not get shot. I was like, dude, there are a lot of people in the States that can't say that that are not cops. But then I was like, this yep. is the 90s, so I guess I understand. Yep. Wasn't and, but it, back it, then, I guess. It does upset Kate. She's like, why do you always cheap in the moment? She's like, why do you do that? Yeah. Something oh, okay. insensitive and rude was said, but I don't remember what. Yeah. But what ends up happening, of course, if she gives her speech. Oh, yeah. And she's basically like, um, you never really cared about me. Um, when mm-hmm. mom died, you stopped talking to me, basically. Yeah, um, you gave up. Yeah, because apparently she looked just like her mom and he couldn't stand to look at her. And she wanted to become a cop to have some kind of connection with him. And I don't know. And but I think it's Heath from her sensitivity trainings there cheering her on. Yeah, he's like, go on, Kate. It's very brave of you to do this. <laughs> yeah, she basically wanted a mom or anybody to really care. Her yeah, she told one me. friend's mom smelled like mac and cheese or something. Yeah, and would give her hugs and said she wanted to keep her because she was such a good girl. And yeah. Yeah, and there was something about you couldn't even tell me a simple lie to make me feel better about like mm. her mom going to heaven or something. Yeah. And that made me think something. So we know that hell actually exists because Angel went there. Mm. So does that mean there's, in in at least this world, does that mean there's also a heaven? Is that the Maybe. Thing? Hmm. Makes me wonder. Anywho. <laughs> so, yeah, she's super upset, and then other people are talking after she's done. Like, some people are saying, let it out. And other people are like, this wasn't the place for this. And it's mm. all over the place, and someone thinks someone spiked the drinks. <laughs> Yep. And uh, her father has a good question. What did they do to her in that class? Something. Something happened. Yeah, because everyone's starting to emote all of a sudden and the place is just going crazy. Mm -hmm. I have something about Angel having an old soul, but I don't remember when that was from. Um. I like that. So Cordelia and Doyle have been called into Angel Investigations and Cordelia is like in a mood because, you know, it's late at night and she should have known this would be a thing working for a ventriloquist. Of course. Cordelia is going to end up spilling the beans to someone eventually <laughs> if she keeps <laughs> spouting off at the mouth like that. Mm. Um, but he probably should have said, hey, Kate's going to be here and that's why I need you to come in. Probably, but he didn't. He doesn't know how to but, um, you know, tell people things. But she asks if she if Kate has been drinking, but she makes the um the I don't even know what it's called. She signs it basically for drinking and yeah. Doyle thinks she's signing thumb sucking. <laughs> <laughs> um uh. and so Angel's like, I'm gonna go figure out what's going on. I'm going to go to this therapist guy and figure out what exactly is going on here. And he leaves and Kate stays there and is basically like, Hey, Doyle has a crush on you, Cordelia. Yes. 
Tell she the can truth. see straight through them. Mm-hmm. Yes, because the truth will make you feel better. Uh, maybe. I mean, mm. Doyle does like Cordelia, but he kind of needs to figure out how to tell her that he's a demon first, and he still hasn't worked that out. Yeah. I like, um, she decides she wants to go see her father and talk to him, and she's got just waving her gun around and just like, and if any of you try to stop me, I'm really sorry, but I just have to blow your heads off. Yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. Um, the whole place is going crazy. All the police are, like, doing crazy things. Yeah, and Angel does go to that therapist guy and sees that he's got a whole setup with, you know, he apparently worships a whole bunch of different demons. Yep, as he you can't, do. He can't commit to just one. Because why would you want to? But, no, when they're all giving you such nice benefits. <laughs> yeah. So... He asks to know Angel's secrets, and I was like, how much time do you have? He's got plenty of secrets, and he can tell you exactly zero of them. Yep, and then he asks about Angel's parents, and he's like, they tasted like chicken. Did he really eat his parents, is my question. Mm. Do we not... (sighs) Mel, (laughs) I need backstory. (sighs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I really want to like write down all the things that I ask you that you can't answer, and then if the, at the end of the series I can go back and be like, "Hey, these weren't answered, so tell me." Well, you could do, you could do that. I could, but I don't. I'd have to go back and listen to all the episodes to make sure what questions I asked. Anyway, so um, uh, the one cop guy goes in and unlocks all of the cells and that's all the prisoners out. I yeah. was like, that's a good decision. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not fair to leave them all locked up like that. It's so cruel and inhumane. Mm-hmm. Sure. It doesn't really help, but they're also criminals, so they made their choices. Yeah. But Angel shows up and Cordelia and Dora are like, okay, let's go and do this. And he's like, we should just talk. I was like, oh no. <laughs> he got to you too. <laughs> Yep. And he gives them he- both a hug, and Cordelia said, ew, and it made me laugh. Mm. And I love um, everything's going on, and they're like, Angel, they're bad. And he's like, I don't want to. I feel like you judge me when I do that. He's like, we won't judge you, promise. It's like, <laughs> it's time for you to go vampy, grr. <laughs> oh, boy. Um and then there was a cop that wrote a poem to express his feelings about being mean to a prisoner or a, a guy that he arrested. And I just, oh, it's a whole thing. Yep. And the criminals get into the police's harmony. Armory. <laughs> harmony, yes. Um, yeah. My thing is, some things are better left unsaid. You probably shouldn't be like, I've been trying to get you to love me, Kate. That's all I want. It's like, oh no. Um, Angel is super not cool with breaking into a police station. But yeah, Cordelia and Doyle exactly. make him do it anyway. Yep. He was like, there's... guys, that's vandalism. Okay. Yeah, there's always time, and they're like, we don't have time. He's like, there's always time to be considerate of others. Oh no. Oh please. Yeah. See, was that so hard? Yeah. I like his line. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, I finished. Mine's mine's further ahead. I was like, you'd think Cordelia would buy some casual shoes to go fight crime in. I know. Her fashion's on point, but... She needs to be able to run. Not for what she's doing. (laughs) 
What were you going to say? Um, so Kate and Angel corner little Tony. Mm-hmm. And I love Angel's line. You can be a rainbow and not a pain bow. <laughs> he did a little quotes over a pain bow, and I was like, I can't handle this. It was pain bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so okay. good. And she was like, um, something was said, and then Kate goes, you holding that gun makes you look hostile. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're both like trying to use their sensitivity training on Tony. It was crazy. I loved it all. <laughs> And then um, Kate and Angel hug it out, and then Cordelia's like, anyone for vomit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. It was crazy. I loved it. <laughs> so um, we get little Tony gets arrested, and we get him on the phone to his lawyers. They're dumping uh, him. Yeah, they're called Wolfram and Hart, but the senior partners of Wolfram and Hart have found him a liability, and yeah, because he shot up a police station, and they're like, we we opened a door for you to walk through, not to shoot up a place. Yep. He's like, you're supposed to walk through it and get out of there, not shoot up the place and try to kill a a cop. It wasn't what, it wasn't what we, that wasn't our deal. Yeah. I like that, um, this. Just hangs up on him. Yeah. So the story going around the precinct is that the punch at the party was spiked, and that's why everybody went all weird. Sure. Anything you want, guys want to tell yourself to make you feel better? Mm. And um, Angel and Kate have a discussion. Kate's like, did I say anything weird? I wasn't sure what she was implying. Maybe that she was going to tell Angel she has feelings for him. I don't know. Yeah. But apparently, well, we did see her call and leave her dad messages the mm. night before. And Daddy yeah. Dearest stops by. And it yeah. didn't go well. Nope. She embarrassed him, and they're never going to talk about it ever again. Yep, they're just going to forget about it and pretend it never happened. Yep. Because that's how he deals with things. Mm-hmm. No. Sad. Mm. So... International titles for this episode. Yes. Hate being on my phone for this. Where are they? Scroll, scroll, scroll. Scrolling. Oh, I don't care about what's trending now. Where are you? Behind the scenes. I want to know what's trending now. <laughs> okay. So we have confusion of feelings <laughs> or reasons and feelings. Confusion and feelings is better. Confusion of feelings. Oh, confusion of feelings. That's better. Germans. Yeah. Back on top. The other French. <laughs> what? Yep. Okay. What did, did I... you rate this episode? <laughs> what did I rate this episode? Um, it got a seven. I wasn't overly impressed with it. That's your reason. I'm not overly impressed rating? Okay. I gave well, a seven. I mean... I I don't really rate a lot of episodes really low. <laughs> mm. I'm I'm waiting for an episode to really really disappoint me where I give it like a four like you did the other day. <laughs> Maybe I need to have higher standards. I don't know. But yeah, it was it was fine. I gave it a seven two. Um, yeah, I enjoy it. I don't think it's like the best, but it's it's a reasonable episode. I can I can happily watch it. Yep. 
I do like um, my favorite moment. I was about to say, I do like this, that Angel, that that outfit where he was trying to convince them that he was going on a boat. Mm. That was my favorite part. I I have to agree. That's mine as well. Um, Closely followed up by Angel after he's had the whammy on him and he's trying to be all, well, he is being all considerate and affectionate and the team are like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. That team hug (laughs) where Cordelia thought it was disgusting. It's great. That's also good. And and him feeling like they judge too many vamps. <laughs> well, and you practice. judge somebody if they vamped? I probably would. Not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> and your character shout out? It is going to Kate. Because mm. she had lots of feelings. Yeah, I'm giving it to Kate as well. Because, yeah, too many feelings. It's sad. Yeah, she had to try to you know, manipulate her dad into, you know, feeling things and it didn't exactly work out and now she's made things worse. Yep. No, that's her fault. It was that sensitivity training. Yeah, it wasn't her fault, but it doesn't change the fact that it's worse now than it was. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, ready for next week's episode? Yes. It's called The Bachelor Party. Okay. So, follow me on this. Stripper vampires. Bachelor parties are the last hurrah of any single... Well, supposed to be the last hurrah of any single guy getting married. And I think that we're going to have a vampire who's going to a bunch of different bachelor parties as a... I don't know. Because I'm not really sure what this is supposed to be rated. If this is supposed to be still as family-friendly as Buffy is. So I'm not sure about the whole stripper thing, but I think that there's going to be a woman who's not exactly rep- as reputable as we would like turning a whole bunch of men into vampires. She's building her own male vampire army. You're obsessed with vampire armies. Yep. I'm all about it. Okay, stripper vampire turning men into Vampire army, I'm guessing, at their bachelor party. Yeah. Because <laughs> they hire her and she comes in and t- makes them all vamps. Cool. So, that wraps us up for this week. If you want to get in contact with us, our website's mmpodcastnetwork.com. You can send us an email, mmpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. We're on Facebook as mmpodcastnetwork or Twitter, MMP Network. If you would like to contact me personally, I can be found at M underscore A underscore Bickett on Twitter. And Marissa, where can people find you? People can tweet me at rissaru 312 They should also check out our other podcasts on our website. We have Witch Weekly, which is Harry Potter, and Triple Threat Cast, where Mel and I are going through the Attitude Era of the WWF at the time uh, for the first time. And it's, it's lots of fun. You guys should check those out. And also drop us a rating and review on iTunes so that more people can find us. And while you're doing all of that, we will slay you later. <laughs>